Hi my happy enders, it is another week and I'm super excited and I'm having a good week. I hope you guys are having a good week too. Um, I have been using my Care by Design 18 to 1 CBD and it is fucking amazing. Like seriously, these guys are fantastic. The absolute extract is more the THC based, but the Care by Design has changed my life and I've been using the Care by Design lotion on all of my patients. In fact, I use it on this one right now. This massage is Alex Hooper. Um, you've seen Alex Hooper on um, America's Got Talent. He was the one that actually roasted all of the judges and it was fantastic and he is such an amazing person. He has a great energy about him where he's just very positive and he wants to give only good vibes out. And it's it's really a good thing. I've been wanting to get him on the podcast for quite some time. We've been talking about it. And I finally got him on. This episode, you hear the end of Ali Makovsky getting off. I kept it because it was kind of interesting. You can hear us kind of talking shit and stuff until the podcast starts and how Alex gets on the table and stuff like that. So I left it in and... Um, I'm really trying to get the YouTube subscribers up because if I get a thousand YouTube subscribers, I can actually start live um, on YouTube on my phone where you guys can actually watch me live giving these massages. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if we could like, like, subscribe, especially YouTube, iTunes, anything like that, you can always send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. And I really hope to hear from you and have a good week. <laughs> Get undressed, get under the sheets Ooh, you're in for a treat No, I promise this is not a dream It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen My legs crossed. John's out to see, so it doesn't matter. Uh, dude is hung called. <gasps> wait, what? Yeah, was, like in the middle of the video. Do, wait, what? Yeah, where did my jewel go? It's, it's right, right in there. there. <laughs> yeah. I hope so. Why? I wanted to just take your time. <laughs> like Alex actually had to cancel. Go to go to Thailand. Let me see. There's like I don't fuck with Thai Thai massages. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, I love them. I am. Okay, I'll get them. You like Joy, Swedish? I like whatever whatever Joy does. That kind of massage. Joy does Joy. What type of massage would that be? Because sometimes I went to this one Asian place and they said you want Swedish or Thai. Which one would be the closest to whatever you do? Sweet. Uh, I'm more deep tissue with a hint of Swedish. Thighs, like, they're like, she's they're huge. like, oh, yeah, I, <laughs> oh, I love it. They, like, stand on my back and, like, pull my arms. Did you want to call for a second? No. You're in the room? Or? No, it'll be fine. All right. Um, yes. Just, You're welcome. Just, like, turn it off. So we'll just love you, too. If you want, just put it on. Do not disturb. Curtis yeah, just texted you. Why? What did I do? He said if you could work tonight, that would be great. I don't have shoes. I don't have socks. I don't have a husband, so probably not tonight. Oh, because Minnie still is fucked off. She had a cyst. Sorry? She had a cyst that popped. She was in the hospital for a couple days. No, but what I 
Uh huh. Okay, we're going She's gonna block that door. I'm gonna block that door, and then just call us when you're. Are you okay with CBD? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just getting down to my boxers, right? Yeah. Whatever oh, you want. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Well, some people are. So I don't know. No, and uh, you're just doing you're just doing like back and butt a little bit, right? Yeah. Like, okay, cool. Cause I'm, I have my eczema was acting up, and I just got my medication back, so my legs are a little flaky. Okay, I got you. But I'm good otherwise. I'm Joy. It's okay. Mm -hmm. You're good. I'm Joy. You're good. Yeah. So just go live, and then just. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> Under. Or? Tuck you in. Yep. Oh. And then face in here. Yep. Oh, I found. Um, Should I be able to see something or? No, you're yeah. fine because the video is not a even rest on. It's actually bigger, so it, it kind of cradles. And it's like more of like a hammock than a cushion. Okay. Um, and then arms here. Or? Arms here. Let's so, see. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Microphone's mm -hmm. on. Microphone's on. Okay. Wait. Hold on. I don't want my ass to be the first thing they see. What's that face? Are we good? Yeah. All right. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Alex Hooper. Yay! Comedian and all-around silly, fun-loving human. <laughs> you are. You have the greatest energy. I love your energy. Oh, thank you. I really do. It comes naturally. I have way too much of it, and I need to learn how to harness it sometimes. Do, you, do people tell you you need to, like, pull back on the energy sometimes? Oh, sure, all the time. Uh, but you know what? They can just, you know, they can learn how to step into my world. Or I just feel like people don't use their energy to their full potential. So when they're not using their energy, I take it. And, I, and I use it for my own, and I use it for my own well-being. I like that. Yeah, when people, and they're like, how do you have so much energy in the morning? I'm just like, because you're not using yours. And whatever's not being used is up for the taking. That's pretty so. healthy. Like, you seem to have a very healthy relationship with yourself. It took a very long time to get myself there. I, I do now. It's still an ever-constant battle. But, yeah, I've learned how to love myself and appreciate myself for all of my flaws and problems. And, you know, we're all beautiful people once we accept that. I like that. Was there anything that was like an epiphany where you're like, dude, I should just be nice to myself and I like myself. Was there anything that ever just like really hit you or did it just come? There was a series of things. I really started like, you know, my, my girlfriend was very big about like me liking myself more and about not being um, so self-deprecating. My dogs, obviously, getting having animals is a huge aspect of just being able to love yourself very easily uh music festivals going to festivals and finding people that were so free and expressive and creative and loving and being able to truly just become the person whoever i want to be in that moment um and just a lot of just support from friends and the comedy community to just completely be myself and be unapologetic about it i like that so when did you start doing the um, tightrope? Oh, uh, slacklining has been slacklining. Little, yeah, a little over two years. Uh, started, um, tried to do it at a music festival. I was tripping on acid. Couldn't do it. Was dedicated. 
um, to wanting it. And then uh, a friend of mine bought one, and he was doing it. And I just started going out with him, and I fell instantly addicted to just the progression of it. Um, you just keep getting better every single time you do it. And so it gets very addicting because you keep uh, kind of like unlocking new achievements. Uh -huh. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and so as I kept getting better, I just kept wanting to do it more and more. And I found it's, it's very meditative. It was making my entire body stronger. And I figured it's got to be so good for my health because it's resistance training, but in the lowest impact way. You know, it's it's all core and you're constantly engaged. Uh -huh. But you're when you're up on that line, you're not there's no like hard hits or anything. I mean when I fall there is, but it's just solid, good exercise. And you that. do where do you do it now? Go to the park usually. I can just anywhere where they can find two trees that are like, you know, fifty to hundred feet apart works for me. Um, sometimes I go to the beach. There's a whole slackline community down in Santa Monica, and they always set up down there. Um, but yeah, usually it's just myself in the park, put on some music, and just get up there and just kind of get into my own little world. Now, when did you meet your girlfriend? We met in college. We've been together a very long time. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, we had our ups and downs for a little while. We weren't sure what we wanted, and then. Eventually, you know, I was out here. She came out here like a year later, and we just decided that, you know, it was it was right. And it's been that was nine years ago at least. Okay. Yeah, about about nine. So I mean, we've known each other though for for, for almost fifteen years. Damn. Yeah. Jeez. Almost. Oh my God. Did I just say that out loud? That's how long John and I have been together. Fifteen years. Yeah. It's it is a, a long time, isn't it? It is a long time. It's, I mean, she's the only real relationship I've ever known. And it just, um, you know, she's, she's, she gets me. She's understanding of me. She pushes me in the right way to be a better person and take care of myself. And she's everything that I ever needed and wanted. She's just, she's the best. I love that. Yeah. It's uh, if you can find someone who you can be unbiasedly, just completely yourself with, and that will push you just to always do better, but, you know, respectfully and lovingly, it's, we have a great relationship. We don't fight a whole lot, which, you know, we just don't have time for it. I'm, I'm always traveling, and when we are together, there's no time for fighting. Right. What does she do? She was in casting for a very long time but recently switched careers to do copywriting for e-commerce oh, so she okay. does like uh, website design product description blog posts for companies and things like that oh that's fun yeah she's she needed something creative she was tired of working in a corporate environment now she works for herself from home you know her co-workers are our two pugs Right. They don't get a lot done, but and they and they're very they're very distracting. <laughs> they're very immature. Very very immature. Yeah, they just sit there and liquor all day. Uh huh. And sleep. It's like, come on, no sleeping on the job. I have three of them, not pugs. I have basset hound, basset hound pit bull. Oh man. And chihuahua wiener dog. Wait, that's four. Basset hound pit bull's one. Oh bass. Oh okay, gotcha. Gotcha. Bastard Hound Pitbull. I would love to see that thing. That's, this is just a pit bull with just a long body and massive ears. So think Bastard Hound body, pit bull build, though. So super strong. Oh, my God. With the biggest 
fucking head you can imagine. <laughs> oh, man. We saw him at the shelter, and it was actually my middle son. And was like, Mom! And I was like, shit. And then John's all, yep. That's the one. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we're taking Farley. His name's Farley. Oh, it's a good name. He is John's pride and joy. Like, he loves that dog. Isn't is Three dogs is a lot. Three dogs is a lot. Three dogs, three kids, one husband. Too many jobs, yeah. <laughs> do you walk them all at the same time? Um, we have a backyard. Okay, so our basset hound, she doesn't do much. She's old. Gotcha. And then, so, and Farley and Mitzi. <laughs> and Mitzi. Yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mitzi. Um, she, they fight all the time, so they are constantly playing and wearing each other out. And then we just take them outside in our front yard and let them run. Gotcha. And then Farley, John likes to disc golf. So John will take Farley disc golfing because he loves to go. Mitzi can't handle it. She's too tiny. She tries, but yeah. Does the dog ever just like, like he's about to get a hole in one, then the dog just jumps up and catches the frisbee? <laughs> no, he's normally just hunting, sniffing. It's the whole basset <laughs> hound in him. And everybody knows him. I think everybody knows Farley's name more than they know John's name. Oh, of course. I don't know anyone. I, I, everyone in my neighborhood, I know all of their dogs. I don't know who any of the people are. <laughs> Anytime somebody's just like, I, like, they're like, oh, this is my dog, uh, Patches, and my name is, I don't give a fuck what your name is. <laughs> I don't even want to talk to you. Yeah, hang on. I'm dealing, this is between me and Patches. <laughs> we're, we're good. That's all I needed is Patches' name. <laughs> I've got multiple dogs in my neighborhood that have their fur dyed. That's like part of living in West Hollywood. There's one dog that is like a rainbow. Aww. Like, and it's like, it's a, it's adorable and also kind of like, well, I don't know how I feel about this. But they're colorblind, so it's okay. They have no idea. Uh, yeah, <laughs> during the dying process, they're like, what is happening to me right now? <laughs> All the other dogs are like, you're tinted differently today. Yeah, there was one, there's a giant Dalmatian that used to be all pink. <gasps> oh. Yeah. My best friend in high school, she used to have a Dalmatian. And I don't know why, but I'd call it Kitty. Mm -hmm. And her stepdad used to get so pissed at me. It's not a kitty, it's a dog. <laughs> I was like, I know, it just, it makes you mad. So I'm going to keep saying it. Yeah, that's just funny. I'm going to be poking the bear. I'm sorry. He was so <laughs> what a stupid thing to get mad over. I know. Now that I really think about it, I'm like, F and plus, I was a teenager. He was an adult. Like, come on. Don't call it a kitty. Like, you, know. yeah, you, have, you have better things to be angry about. That's, that, that's a man who has not had sex in a long time. Right? <laughs> Probably. Call it a kitty because I'll never touch a pussy again. <laughs> I just want, I want some. <laughs> so where did you go to high school? Oh, I went to school in Baltimore, um, a suburb called Towson. It was called Carver Center for the Arts and Technology. I went to a magnet school where I had acting class every single day. Oh. Yep, I was one of those kids. That's fan. I wasn't. Uh, I was the biology nerd, straight-A student kid. That never even once thought of getting up on stage. Oh yeah, we went. We had you know we had a special school for they had all yeah you know, all different. They called them primes, you know, basically like they were like majors or focuses and like it was there were nine of them and they were it was like it was everything from theater and writing to culinary. We had cosmetology, we had business, we had carpentry, we had visual arts. Oh. Um, so you could uh, go for all kinds of different things. 
why don't they do that? Oh, they should do that out here. That would be fun. I think they, do they not? Well, not where I, I'm in Santa Clarita, so I'm like pretentious central. So every kid has to learn the same thing. Ugh. Uh, I don't so know. We had to learn. We still had all the regular curriculum. It was just we just got our our focus in every day as well. No. So and then we had to audition. Uh, you had to apply to go to the school, but it was free if you got in. Yeah. It was just a public school, but it was magnet. I love. Yeah. I mean, they might, but where my kids go to school, it's just. Ugh. I don't know. I feel like it's sucking the life out of them a little. Yeah, I mean, the whole, I mean, I was never good in school. Like, I just, I never wanted oh, to I do the things that I was told I had to do. Uh-huh. So I'm a person that needs to run my own race, and I need to figure things out on my own. So if you tell me there's a specific way to do something, I don't want to do it that way. That's why I'm terrible at, with Ikea furniture. Because <laughs> there's only one way to put it together, and that's not how my brain works. My brain wants to find an alternate route. And then it's the only way to put it together is poorly, because it will fall apart. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I've had plenty of it in my day. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah, we all? Yeah. Uh, so how has your life changed after America's Got Talent? Have you seen anything different? Um, yeah, I mean, it turned me into a headliner. I get to headline clubs now on the road and things like that. It made me, it made me instantly uh, famous in a lot of ways. Um, I mean, for for months after that came out, I was getting recognized probably two to three times a day minimum, um, and. It just, you know, people reaching out to me all over the place. It really, it kind of, I kind of established myself in a way that I'm going to do whatever the hell I want from this point on, which is what I was just talking about. I have to do things my own way. Right. I went on that show and did something that had never been done before. Um, fantastic. Completely anti-establishment, like, you know, th throw gasoline all over the theater and light a match and watch it burn and then just stand in the fire <laughs> while it, while everyone else uh raged so it was you know it was i'm so glad i did it it was it was kind of a nightmare to go through um it was just a lot of negative energy that i had to deal with yes but um overall i mean what it's done for me and the re peer respect that it's given me and the fans it's given me have been incredible it's people that, that it's people that you know are now watching me going like, what, what else are you going to do? What can you do next? And I want to follow whatever it is. Right. So it's been, it's been such a wonderful blessing to be able to do something that bizarre on that show. And can I tell you how fabulous you are at handling your haters? <laughs> oh. It's one of my favorite things. I, I love it. love it. I love I'm like, oh, I get to read a new one. Yes. Uh, for those of you that don't know, which I'm guessing is everybody, I respond only with pure love. If you send me a message of hatred and you want me to roast you or get upset, that is the last thing I'm going to do. I will ask you if you're doing okay. I will tell you that I'm here to talk. I will tell you that, you know, to shower love on your own family and friends instead of using that energy against me. I, um, it's, it's, I give them exactly what they don't want. But it's exactly what they need. It is what they need. Because yes. it may not be all of them, but I'm telling you there's going to be some of them that they're going to be like, fuck, okay. Yeah, I've had no. a few. I've definitely had a few where they just they keep trying to get to me and I won't let them. I'm just like, hey, man, like I'm very happy with my life. I'm not clearly you're not or you wouldn't spend time 
Googling strangers on the internet and sending them hate messages. Who, ha who has time for that? Oh, my God. So many people. People that don't have dreams. People that go... <laughs> that's what it is. It's people that go to work every day and then they come home and they're like, well, now what do I do with my life? I already ate dinner. I'm, al <laughs> I'm alone. What can I do? Like, I'm not social, so I can go online and fuck with people and hopefully elicit a response so that I can feel something. Right. And I don't... I, I like to turn it around and, yeah, I'll make you feel something, but it's not what you want to feel. I'm going to make you feel something real. In fact, that's something that I feel I'm going to take from you. Like, I am going to use you as an example because I love it so much. And it's not patronizing. Like, you can tell. No. It takes, it take, you know, it takes resolve because the immediate response when somebody says, hey, you're a little bitch, I hate you, you just want to be like, shut up, you don't know me. Right. You know? But no, you just have to take that moment and be like, thank you so much for your, for your words. I appreciate what you said. Now let's really dive into why you think I'm a bitch and what's going on in your brain that would allow you to send a message like this. Like, where, why is there so much hate in there? I love it. You know, and like by all, I, I try to encourage so many people to do this and most people are like, I'm not gonna do, I don't have patience for that. I just want to say fuck you and move on. I'm like, that's what they want, though. That, and then it just it's gonna take more time and more energy because they're gonna keep coming at you. They're gonna be like, ooh, got you. Like, right, exactly. Going. All they want to do is for you to say something to them, and then they can show their friends a screenshot of you saying it to them. That's true. Nobody wants to show their friends of them getting put in their place in a very respectful way. That is so true. It's funny too because when um, when I um, first published my first book, the first thing that says on Amazon and on Goodreads is do not respond. Do not engage. If Even if it's a one star or a five star, or somebody gives you a rave review or somebody gives you a scathing review, do not respond. And that was really hard, especially the five stars because you want to be like, oh my God, thank you for validating my work. Oh, of course. But um, no, it's it's really hard, but yeah. I cannot. I've read. I've read so many comments about my <laughs> about my America's Got Talent and things like that. And I told myself a long time ago to not read comments anymore um, because I had a really bad experience a long time ago where somebody just like people were ripping me apart, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm terrible." And then when AGT happened, I wasn't gonna read them. I mean, I was just gonna try my best not to. And the people goes, people started telling like, "Alice, you gotta read these. They love you. These are so positive." Aww. And so instead, I opened it up to like just. A, instead of a barrage of hate, it was instead, it was just a cavalcade of just amazing positivity and like people going, this is what we need, this is the problem, this, this, this guy is like a legend, this is the problem with America, we can't take jokes and people need to stop, look, like, people, need, people need to turn inward and be able to laugh at themselves. And I ended up starting a conversation that I didn't even mean to start about how ridiculously seriously celebrities take themselves and how, you know, we're all just humans. Uh-huh. And it's a place where I never, ever saw it going. And I think it got so much bigger than I ever anticipated it to go. And that felt really good. To, be, to just be a catalyst for conversation is pretty incredible. It's very humbling. It's fantastic. It's so great. I love it. I mean, I truly do. And now, what are you doing next? Where are you going next? Uh, I'm on the road a lot, so I have a lot of tour dates uh, coming up. If you go to hoopercomedy.com, you can find all those. Um, my podcast, Achilles Heel, I talk to 
artists and creatives about the darkest force in their life and how it shapes them and how they battle. And Which is another thing I love. Yeah, we laugh about our pain and I love doing that. And then I'm, you know, working on some pitches and trying to get more auditions and just getting, doing as much stand-up as I possibly can and just being totally in love with the life that I've, uh, that I've set up for myself. I have so many great friends and um, so much fun is constantly in being invited into my life and I'm very fortunate and I never let that waver for a second that I am an extremely lucky person to get to have this existence. No, and we're lucky to have you because you, like, I don't know, like I said in the beginning, your energy and your just happiness is what we need. Oh, thank you. I just want everybody to have fun in life. I think That's... people people don't appreciate. I watch people like that are like, you know, I understand like having mental illness and depression and things like that, but like there's and cuz I've had I've dealt with my share my fair share of it, but you just like if you're not happy, if you're not enjoying life, you're doing it wrong. I you're agree. just doing it wrong. We have such a finite time on this planet. Oh, man. I completely agree. Was that, my, was that your hand or my back? That was my hand. Oh, I wasn't even sure anymore. <laughs> I just, I, I crack, I crack so much. I, uh, this has been so good. I do too. I'm bad, especially just because I've been doing way more massages because I added the podcast right. into my regular chiropractic massage career. So it's like, okay. Now, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. I mean, the podcast, for sure. I listen to Achilles Heel. Definitely go to my website, hoopercommy.com. You can watch clips. If you go to that website, you can find everything. My clips, my podcast, my photos, my tour dates. Um, anything you want to know about me is on there. And all my social media is at Hooper Hair Puff. I know you can't really see it because it's a massage chair, but I have a <laughs> giant mound of hair. I look like I popped out of a toaster oven. Um, so, yep. Just go to at Hooper Hair Puff on all social media and hoopercomedy.com. Come see me live. That's all I really want. I yes. want you to come see me live. I want to give you a big hug, and I want us to laugh together. Yes, perfect. All right, we are done, but keep your face in there because I'm going to take a picture. Beautiful. Wait a minute. Wait, can you see me right now? Uh, I get, like, your mouth and your nose. Okay, because there's, like, a, the mesh in front of me. I'm just like, man. I feel like normally when you take a picture, there's not this ma All right, that was the end of the episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed Alex Hooper. This um, episode, I didn't have any video because the videos weren't working in the podcast studio at the basement. So sorry about that. But please like, clip, so click, <laughs> subscribe. Uh, send me an email at joyshappyendings at gmail.com. And I will see you next week. <laughs>